Do you follow Saul or David? By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Remember the story of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel? It was very symbolic of today. Let us look at the players. David, chosen by God to be king of his people as a 15-year-old boy, whose name in Hebrew means beloved. Saul, chosen by the people as king, represents the traditional church and is in the story commander-in-chief over all God's army. Saul was handsome and charismatic with an ego to match his large stature. He impatiently stepped into office without waiting for Samuel to ordain him. You see, God meant for his priesthood to rule his people. The church gave away this right, and so we are governed by man today. God even has a name for the world's governments. He calls them the beast. Daniel chapter 7, verse 17. Those great beasts, which are four, are four kings, which arise out of the earth, not chosen by heaven. Revelation chapter 11, verse 7. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit, evil spirits through man, will make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. Revelation chapter 13, verses 1 through 2. Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, the sea of humanity, having seven perfect heads and ten completion horns, power, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon, Satan, gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. Then there is Goliath, symbolic of Satan, also called the dragon, who is the real ruler and king over all the kingdoms of the earth, as well as all those that walk in his knowledge and function through his thoughts. Through their intellect, they rationalize why they can disobey the law written on each of our hearts, thus causing them to be in opposition to God and the true church. They do not even realize that they are programmed through Satan. The name Goliath in Strong's is 1555. It goes to 1540, meaning to make nude, strip, reveal, make captive. What did Satan do to Eve? And because she is the mother of us all, he has us in the same condition. He stripped her of her spirit's clothing. He removed her robes of separation and dignity. He caused her to be lawless, so her undergarments of righteousness were removed. Even her garments of praise were stolen from her, as she wanted to hide from God, not praise Him. She felt remorseful and afraid. She tried to cover her nakedness and lied to defend her position. As we know, 
Her spirit died because of disobedience, so her soul man, now an easy mark, was taken captive by Satan. She and all her descendants after her. The year is somewhere around 1008 B.C., and as the story continues, Saul, the chosen of the people, tries to take back what Goliath or Satan has stolen. How many have heard the church say, I'm taking it back for Jesus? Goliath had other ideas, however. So does Satan. Both knew a supernatural force or a power operated through them that could not be defeated by mere men especially those that had been stripped of the godly anointing to dominate and subdue, this anointing Adam and Eve had before they sold out to the devil. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 8-9 through 9. Then he, Goliath, stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and you're the servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves, and let him come down to me. He was probably thinking, as long as I keep God's choice out of the equation, my job is really easy. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you shall be our servants and serve us. Satan has the same plan today. Our Goliath is a handful of very wealthy people, convinced they are superior to the rest of humanity. They are united through the mentoring of Satan and determined to rule the planet. They are called the Illuminated Ones as they are infused with the mind of Lucifer or Satan. His thoughts are their thoughts and his ways are their ways. We can see them in Revelation chapter 17, verses 13 through 14. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. They pull the strings from behind the world scene and lend the money to succeed in a one-world takeover. These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them, for He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with Him are called chosen, and faithful. Now look at the great Saul and company in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 11. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. They don't sound like the called, chosen, and faithful, do they? The old church, like Saul, lost her faith and became powerless to fight the supernatural. Unfortunately for the old church, today's fight is Satan through man, challenging God's right to rule. She has no anointing to fight back, so in many cases joins them. Her morals are tainted, her message is tainted, her children are tainted, and she has become as powerless as Saul. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 tells us the battle is supernatural. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 
The traditional church is, for the most part, not even spirit-filled, has not experienced Pentecost. And if she was, at one time, spirit-filled, she walked so ungodly, the Holy Spirit left her. So how is she to fight a spiritual battle? She is not. She is powerless in fulfillment of the prophecy in Daniel, chapter 12, verses 6 through 7. And one said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, How long shall the fulfillment of these wonders be? Then I heard the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand to heaven, and swore by him who lives forever, that it shall be for a time, times and a half a time. And when the power of the holy people has been completely shattered, all these things shall be finished. Although most of the church lies dead on the streets, there is hope. Here comes the beloved of God on the scene. He has been called, chosen, and anointed by the priesthood. Here comes David, the beloved. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 45 through 46. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. He came in the name of the Lord Sabaoth, Jesus, the name of God, the name given authority over all authority, over all power. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Oh, wow! Are you beginning to see with the eyes of your spirit? David represents the church triumphant. This church is made of new creatures, chosen and beloved of God, predestined for this time and age, and like David, are not afraid because they trust God will deliver them from the enemy. Jesus is the cornerstone of their faith and the stone that grinds to powder all that come against his beloved. This stone will not only deliver his people, but he will destroy the thoughts, the mind of Satan. David ran to the battle and, well, let us continue reading at verse 49. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 49. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead, so that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. The fulfillment of all prophesied through this account of David is about to take place in the near future. Let us close reading Revelation chapter 19, verses 19 through 21. And I saw the beast, the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse, the stone of Israel, the rock of ages, and against his army, the beloved, the body of Christ, at the same time the bride. Then the beast was captured, 
all the governments of the world, and with him the false prophet, the traditional church, who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast, the mark of those who are a part of the beast and the false prophet, the offspring of Babylon, and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone, and the rest were killed with the sword, which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Will you be with Saul or David 